0: Welcome to the Club Leadership Podcast with Jim Weidman and friends. The original podcast for next gen and Kidman leaders. Let's see who joins Jim on this episode. Hey everybody, welcome to the club. This is Jim Weidman and it is great to be back with you. After a couple of months of kind of playing hooky, uh, I have been busy on the Orange Tour as well as... Getting everything kicked off with Next Gen Staff Solutions. If you had not gone to NextGenStaffSolutions.com, you ought to. And check out some of the great churches that, uh, and church ministry jobs we have listed there. And if you do uh, feel a change coming up in your life, I'd love to talk to you. Just give me a call on the number there on the website, and uh, that'd be great. But it's great to be back on the podcast and with me again this month, as he has many times, is uh, my good friend, Corey Jones. Corey, tell everybody, hey. Hey, everybody. Hey, it's great to have Corey. Uh, He is a children's pastor in Carrollton, Georgia, and he's at South Hills Church. Southern Hills. Southern Hills. I knew there was that S word in there, but uh, so that is fun. A Southern Hills Church, and uh, there's just a lot going on there at Southern Hills, isn't there?
1: Absolutely. We're growing. God's been blessing it.
0: It's awesome. That's good. What's your website there at the church? SoHillsCC.com All right, and then you have a kids page too, don't you? Oh yeah, we have a lot going on on
1: Facebook. I'm looking forward to talking
0: about it. Oh yeah, and that's what we're talking about, kids. This month on the podcast, we are talking about social media concepts and how to really use social media in your ministry and um, so let's uh, start with uh, Facebook that's probably the most familiar thing I know uh, you've got a lot of different pages at the church and every ministry has its own page don't they pretty much Facebook is
1: the most popular website it's most popular social media platform And so we're trying to take full advantage of the place where people are.
0: That's great.
1: So we have a Facebook page for our church. That's where a lot of our traffic flows through. And we use the page primarily for people outside of our church. We want to share stories, let them know what's going on, and invite them to be a part of anything we have going on.
0: Now, pages are the ones you have to like. They're Mm -hmm. not the ones you're friends with. And I know some churches have, uh, had one a long time and they might have one that still lets you take, uh, add friends and stuff, but really most, most churches do, uh, the one that, where you like them.
1: More like a group. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we use the Facebook page primarily for communication. We also have groups for each of our different age groups and different ministries,
0: So your Facebook page is primarily for people outside your church Mm -hmm. and then your groups that they can, uh, that are private. Those are primarily for people inside of the church. And so so for instance, we have a
1: nursery group for church members that which we invite all of our volunteers to, and we're trying to be very strategic in connecting the small group leaders and the parents of each of the ministry areas online socially.
0: That's great. Now do you also have a separate group that you do training with workers and just a worker group or is it just open? I to do not people?
1: have a good group like that, but that is a phenomenal idea. Yeah, cuz I know when
0: I first started using Facebook groups, it was just way to make a bigger church smaller. Mm-hmm. And so if I wanted to talk to workers within um one particular area um uh, and you know um have a page just for workers and then have groups on that page in different age groups so that you can talk about age specific things. Yeah. Um uh, I think that Uh, You know, and the great thing about it is you can't say, well, we're a small church and we can't afford it because it's it's free. free. That's what I'm talking about. I know for me, I have two different Facebook pages and I use them both very differently. One is just a normal Jim Wideman page as a person. Mm -hmm. uh, And I use that to connect with uh, kids that I was their children's pastor 40 years ago. And it's so neat. That's what I love about Facebook is I'm still in relationship with kids that I prayed for and ministered to 40-plus years ago. And uh, because of the miracle of Facebook, here, uh, those original 12-year-olds of mine are turning 53. Mm -hmm. And it's just great to be able to still be in their life and still connect. And so I use that regular uh, friend Facebook page uh, primarily for that. Uh, just for people I went to school with, people I went to church with, and um, folks that, you know, I went to high school and college and and different things. But the only bad part of that, and, and Corey, you know this, but Some of the folks listening to the podcast might not. Facebook will only let you have 5,000 friends. (laughs) That's it, only 5,000. And, and, you know, when you've worked at churches, several churches that are bigger than that, you know, I I ministered to over 5,000 kids a weekend Mm. uh, when I was at Church on the Move back with bus ministry and and, um, back in a few years ago. And, uh, you know, it don't take long to fill up a Facebook page. And and I put on that Facebook page, you know, that I have a ministry page. And uh, children's ministry, folks, it's amazing to me. I have over um, 800 children's people that don't read what it says on that page. And uh, they ask for friendship anyway. And then they say, that Jim Weidman, he's just, you know, too too much of a big shot to be our friend, and it's because Facebook won't let me. And so um, I started another page uh, for ministry and ministry conversations and those kind of things, and uh, it's uh, Facebook, uh, you know, at Jim Wideman Ministries, but it's also uh, called Jim Widman. Okay.
1: So if somebody wanted to connect with you on Facebook. Yeah,
0: if if, if they wanted to connect with me about ministry stuff. Okay. Uh, then uh, they would want to do the one that has the cartoon. Jim Weidman Ministries. Yeah, Jim Mm Weidman Ministries has the cartoon. And then uh, uh, the personal page is the one with me holding my newest grandson, Rhythm. So um, that's kind of the difference in those two. And I know that even after you fill up, that personal page, you can follow people mm-hmm. and things on there. But again, I don't really post ministry stuff. It's mainly just keeping up with people, you know, in my life. But I think that, you know, the main thing, if you're going to use social, uh, social media, you've got to realize why you're doing it mm-hmm. and what is the purpose of that page
1: to have a strategy. And it sounds like you have that even personally.
0: Yeah. And, and I think that strategy, uh, knowing what to do with it, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, is important. Now, one of the resources that I love so much, um, and that's just been a tremendous blessing is, uh, weekly. And, uh, this is a, um, a wonderful resource that, The wonderful minds at Orange. If you go to uh, whatisorange.org, you can find out about it. I think weekly. Go weekly. weekly. Mm -hmm. Goweekly.com. I believe so. Yeah, dot com or dot org. One, the two. Uh, Then you can find out about it. But it even has a strategy for social media. So uh, there's Facebook. uh, posts that help connect parents mm-hmm. uh, with what's going on in the in the children's ministry uh, and then two um, I think it's important uh, you know to use Facebook to remind parents uh, there's a parent queue app mm-hmm. there's different apps legacy countdown there's some great apps that are available uh, to help them you know just, uh, be better parents. And, uh, so I think that Facebook is, uh, you know, every, everybody knows they need to be partnering with parents. That's true. Uh, but then they say, how do I practically do it? And I think using Facebook, uh, intentionally is one of those things that, um, uh, Will help you partner with parents. Is there anything else that you do with Facebook primarily?
1: Um, we utilize Go Weekly in our ministries, and it is such a great resource because for our nursery workers and our nursery parents, we can show up every single day of the week and we can continue conversations, we can encourage parents, and we can give them just very bite sized next steps for spiritual conversations with their kids. Yeah.
0: Now, when we were talking about this and, uh, this is take five, by the way, not because <laughs> of anything we wanted, but because of, uh, trains. all the trains, planes, and Indian chiefs that dropped by today. Uh, but, uh, one of the things that, that, uh, we were talking about and I love this idea is All of us in ministry, and you said this earlier, you think about your church every single day. Mm -hmm. And I think all of us in ministry, you know, we do think about church. And because we think about it all the time, we think the parents of the kids we minister to are thinking about the church as well. But they're not, are they?
1: No but we can give them an opportunity. We can post to Facebook or other social media on a daily basis, um, bringing those conversations into the family every day. Yeah,
0: it makes a huge uh, thing. I know for me, I'm over the uh, uh, Facebook at my church uh, out in Oklahoma, uh, North Star Pryor, and uh, we not only post about what's going on, inviting people and all that. But uh, we take highlights from my pastor's message Mm -hmm. and uh, put that out uh, Mm -hmm. every single day. Uh, And it's mainly because we want people to think about Sunday every day of the week. And so we want them to think about last Sunday. We want them to think about ways they can be strategic and partnering with their their, uh, kids and uh, ministering to their kids and being uh, the best parent that they can be. And so, uh, again, um, Facebook uh, is one of those things that I want to encourage you. If you are, uh, if you aren't using Facebook uh, in your ministry, here's just a few of the ways that Corey and I do that in our churches as well as in our lives. Now, uh, another Piece of social media that I'm a huge fan of is Twitter. And uh, I know at my church, there seems to be less of the parents as well as uh, just people in church. Seems like the younger people are on Twitter and uh, singles and youth and uh, college kids. Uh, but, and there's a few uh, younger moms and dads that are on Twitter, but it doesn't seem near as popular with the older crowd as uh, Facebook. How have you found that?
1: Well, it depends on your culture and your demographic. For my families, I have some younger business professional type families who are very much into Twitter. They'll engage all day long, but majority of our families are not. But I have talked to other church pastors who they are all about Twitter and so is their church. And so it's good to know
0: where your people are spending their time
1: in order to show up where they're actually at.
0: Yeah, I love Twitter, I guess, because for a guy who talks a lot uh, and loves to talk, it makes me be really strategic about what I say. Mm-hmm. And um, as well as Twitter, uh, I use Instagram a lot. And um, I kind of, I don't know why, because you can really tie all social media to any other social media, but I kind of tie my Instagram and my Twitter together together. I guess cause they're the two that are the least used by my congregation. Mm-hmm. But if it wasn't for Twitter and Instagram, I probably wouldn't have any marketing of my books or the club or uh, podcasts or, uh, infuse all the things that we do. And, uh, so I use those two together. And, uh, you know, to me, something I've heard at a young age is uh, picture's worth a thousand words. And so, although I might be limited in my word count, uh, that picture kind of shows the interaction of infuse. It mm-hmm. shows the excitement of kids worshiping God and what church is like. And so I think showing people, uh, is we were talking about this the other day. Um, we're having an infused coaches retreat right now, and that's why we're recording some of these podcasts and, um, we were talking the other day about the number one question that I used to be asked uh, when I years ago in ministry was, how do you get people to not think of your ministry as a babysitting service? Mm-hmm. And now it seems like the number one question I'm asked is, how do you get workers to help you? And I think the answer, it goes along with Instagram on both, and that's showing that there's real ministry happening uh, within our kids' ministry, showing what's happening in a small group, showing what's happening in worship, showing what's happening in uh, uh, some of the special events and the things that we're doing, letting folks know that there's serious life change and there's mm-hmm. ministry going on. And so uh, to me, uh, both Instagram and Twitter, uh, you know, play a big role in those things. And the other great thing about weekly is uh, they also give you stuff to post on both of those, Twitter
1: and Instagram. Pictures as well as text. Yeah, pictures as well as text. You can show rather than tell. I love that. And I've also heard you talk about in recruiting and in working with volunteers, talking about the benefits that are for them. And so I've utilized Instagram and different things to show this is why it's so great to be a volunteer.
0: Yeah. Good it's job. Good now, what other uh, social media tools do you find yourself leaning on?
1: Oh, I like them
0: all. You know me.
1: <laughs> um, for our student ministry, we're pretty heavy into Snapchat. Um, okay. I know not everybody recommends it, but we've been trying to redeem that tool. And so.
0: Now, Instagram's trying. They are trying. They, they tried to make a uh, version or mm-hmm. a ripoff. Of, uh, I would to call it a ripoff. Uh, I guess they're, they're working. They're working. They're working. So what? What? Um, what? What about it? Do you so it? for
1: our student ministry um, in particular, that's where we focus. Snapchat. We'll do different things to talk about events and show what's exciting coming up Wednesday night. And another unique thing that we do that I love is we give our Snapchat to students. Okay. And we will give them the login information, and we have stipulations and everything, but we will. Give them permission for a day to show their life and to show how God's using their life for his kingdom. That's great. And
0: it's been very cool. Our students have loved it. That's great. I've never thought of that. That's a great idea. Yeah, you got to be careful. Yeah. But but it's been
1: very good for us so far. That's great. Worth the risk.
0: And so, in using Snapchat, is there any other social medias? things that you use as far as church stuff.
1: Um, we're very heavy on Facebook. I'd say secondary is Twitter and Instagram. Um, and for us, I would say that we also utilize text messaging. It is a social platform. We don't think about it like that. Everybody has one though. And so we use texting not just for make sure you're at this event at this time, but we'll ask questions and give prizes and use that in services yeah. We use it socially, even though it's text messaging.
0: Yeah, I have, uh, I have used both uh, Google Voice mm-hmm. is a great way to sign a bunch of people up for something at one time. Uh, I've had, uh, you know, five or 600 students text their name, their uh, uh, Facebook or Twitter account, uh, their, their phone number, um, you know, to a certain number, mm-hmm. and like give away. I use it to give away um, gift cards and different things to the twentieth, every twentieth person. We're going to give something away to, but the entire room's able to give me their information all at one time. That's very nice. And then I have that information uh, to do, and then go back and and um, you know text to them hey, uh, don't forget this Wednesday Mm -hmm. in youth group, we're going to be doing this. And so um, I have uh, signed up folks. Another uh, tool that I use is um, Join by Text, and uh, it's tied to um, my uh, uh, MailChimp. Okay. And uh, for a fee um, that is worth it to me, uh, you're given a number, and like, if you want to try this and see what it's like, uh, if you're listening to the podcast today, then text the word Kidman, K-I-D-M-I-N, and your phone's going to try to change auto-correct. that, autocorrect it to Kidman, but just say no and <laughs> Kidman, and uh, if you'll text that to six six eight six six and um, then put in your email address, and it will give you my uh, notes for Orange Tour and also my worker app, because I'm talking about safety systems and uh, ways to attract new parents to keeping kids safe, and uh, so you can get those notes and also see what Join by Text will do, and uh, yes, it will add you to my mailing list, so um well, brother but,
1: jim you don't send out a lot of i really don't
0: send out hardly any and it's amazing i sent out something the other day for a friend it's the first thing i'd sent in three months and i had 10 people unsubscribed so <laughs> that wasn't bad for uh the uh the number of things that i sent out but it's still amazed that people that sign up for your stuff if you use it uh yeah, you're gonna lose some folks every time but uh That that text, uh, I still think that uh, you know text is one of the greatest tools in ministry, Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'll show you what I mean. Uh, Right now, I want anybody listening to the podcast to think about a worker that is just a tremendous blessing to your ministry, and send them a quick text and just say, "I was thinking about you today, and I'm just so thankful for your life." Thank you for being a blessing to me and the kids here at the church. And I just hope you have a great day. And I guarantee you within just a few seconds, Mm -hmm. you're going to get a reply back saying thanks. And that's going to be something that made that worker's day. And um, it's just a wonderful way to get the most response. Um, And you don't have to have a smartphone to have a texting plan. And so uh, that's uh, something to help you. Now, what do you use for uh, group text to send out and stuff?
1: Um, it's built into our, our church marketing and everything like that. And so we use a program called El Vonto. I really like it. It's an Australian
0: company. There you go. We love those Australians.
1: Yep. Um, so it's built into ours. We don't have to add anything additional.
0: That's great. I know that uh, sometimes if you use a text to give software, mm-hmm. they have some extra numbers and keywords that you can use uh, that are similar to join by text. Join by text is actually uh, tied to MailChimp. And I use MailChimp rather than... Constant Contact for my list. Uh, I think it looks a little hipper, or a little younger, um, said the 60-year-old. Uh, but it's uh, pretty clean and simple, and um, it's a great way to, to um, you know integrate uh, sending out emails and seeing exactly who opened it, what links did they uh, uh, click on. And, again, if you can't measure something – uh, I don't know why you want to do it. And so um, that's that's something that uh, helps me and uh, is a blessing. Now, what do you use to kind of schedule any of your Facebook and those kind
1: of well, things? Well, for Facebook, their algorithm will punish you if you use anything other than Facebook. And so I want all my people to see it, and so I schedule within Facebook. Okay. For Twitter, I use Hootsuite. I really like that. I also am a fan of Buffer. I'll use that for articles. I use Buffer
0: even for Facebook. and So I'm doing something wrong?
1: Well, you're getting penalized. Oh, I'm getting penalized? They'll take down the amount of people that see your stuff anytime you use anything other than Facebook.
0: Okay. Well, here we learn something, kids. Learn something Uh, every day. Um, If you want to. That's the key. And so Buffer is a great tool to... Add some stuff that you're able to schedule when that happens. I use HootSuite as well.
1: I've also, for our church, we started using, um, you don't, you're you going to have to Google this, but it's okay. Missing Letter.
0: Missing Letter.
1: And we use that to schedule our blog, social media, and it is super smart, and it helps us with that hands down. Very good.
0: That's great. All right. Well, is there any anything else that uh, you can think of that, uh, the folks here on the podcast need to know about uh, social media and being strategic.
1: I think it's good to just think through the purpose of why you are posting. Isn't that that's true. And like, it's called social media f- for a reason. You're supposed to be social on it, <laughs> so don't just dump. Don't dump your events. Don't dump stuff. Interact with people. Um, and then let's see. I'd say coming up next for us, we're going to be looking into Facebook Live. For some reason, people really like this live video stuff.
0: Yeah. Now talk to me. What is Facebook Live?
1: It's it's very much just recording a video, but it goes out live. And so okay. you can interact um, kind of like you would in a webinar where you can answer questions and stuff. Um, but Facebook is pushing it. And so if you usually have maybe a thousand people that look over your stuff. You're going to have a lot more looking at the live video. I have no idea why, but people really like that live content. So we're going to be looking into, um, our, know our youth ministry on Wednesday night. Uh, the youth pastor is going to go live and we'll see how it goes. So that's coming up next for us. We're excited. Well, that's about
0: great. It. So Facebook live. And, uh, you said something to me when we were riding in my truck the other day and, uh, you were talking about putting different hashtags mm-hmm. in your bio okay. on Twitter. <laughs> telling and, everyone my secrets. Yeah, I'm telling them uh secret because, hey, if it's good for the goose, it's good go. for the gander. And so I uh, don't know what that means, but uh, Southern people everywhere say it. So yes. There you go. Uh, but tell that little secret that you told me. So
1: when I am at a conference or there's something big going on, I'll use that hashtag in my bio in Twitter. And it seems to push content pretty well um, for people looking for that particular hashtag. So you need to be relevant. You need to know what you're putting on there. But a good one coming up right now, you're getting ready to go to the Orange Tour.
0: Yep. Oh, that's O-T-16. Yep.
1: So use hashtag O-T-16. Add that to your bio, and you might be surprised at how much more um, interactions you get with people through that. That'd be great. So
0: it's kind of fun. So uh, hopefully, if you haven't been to uh, an Orange Tour, there's still a lot uh, to choose from. Go to orangetour.org, and you'll be able to see that. I'll be in Kansas City. Uh, there's, uh, two going on at the same time in several different cities. And so, um, I think Hattiesburg is going on while I'm in Kansas city, I'll be in Memphis. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll also be in Austin and Charlotte. And so I'd love to see you if you're going to any of those and come up and let me know you listen to, uh, the club podcast and, uh, it's just always a joy to uh, meet the folks who listen and uh, to and so hopefully if this has been a blessing to you uh, share it with someone else let them know that it exists and uh, this has been some real helpful stuff I've learned some stuff I know for me and every time I get around Corey I learn something about social media stuff but I think the important thing is to have social media strategies, Mm -hmm. you got to be strategic and you got to understand why you're doing it. What outcomes do you want? Because again, if you aim at nothing, you'll hit it every time. There's a little tweetable leadership uh, post. And um, so again, um, it's important to uh, take advantage of the things that where people already are. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things that I've said a, a million times to children's ministry folks is uh, it's always time to wake up and smell this millennium <laughs> and take advantage of uh, the things that uh, people are doing and where people are. You know, in uh, and, and outreach strategies, we always said, go where the people are. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we go to ball games and parades and all these things where people are. People are on social media. And there are people that uh, follow your post or look at some of the things you do that have never come to your church and you don't even know they're thinking about it. It's true. And so um, that is a great resource. And so it's been great having you on this month, Corey. My
1: pleasure, Brother Jim. It is
0: always good. And we'll hopefully get Corey back on real soon. Probably my favorite guest of uh, all the podcast stuff. You can tell by how much he's on. But um, I do... Uh, learn something every time I get around him and thankful for uh, his life and his ministry. And so thanks so much for listening to the club. If I can help you in any way, uh, please let me know. Just drop me a email or uh, get in touch with me. We'd love to uh, help you in any way, whether it be NextGen Staff Solutions or if you're uh, uh, interested in Infuse. I've got one coming up uh, 2017, the next infuse group. So check that out at jimweidman.com forward slash infuse forward slash and, uh, check out infuse. And hopefully, uh, there's, there's still room and we'd love to have you a part of that next group.
1: And don't wait cause it's yeah.
0: filling up. It's going to fill up and, uh, it'll fill up by the end of the year. And so make sure you go ahead and apply. Thanks so much. See you later, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Club Leadership Podcast with Jim Weidman. To continue the conversation online, go to kidmancoach.com and click on the club group. For more information about Jim, his blog, books, and resources, as well as his infused coaching program, go to jimweidman.com. At Jim Weidman Ministries, we're committed to building strong leaders.